This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today's show is titled, How to Get My Wife to Stop Calling Me Names. This was a person that wrote in, and it's a really good question, and Mm -hmm. we're going to dive into that subject. I will say that before we start this conversation, I am going to do a little bit of like role-playing things. So if you're listening with kids, don't let them listen to that part, because it's going to sound really mean. Hmm. But it is on purpose, but your kids won't want to hear it. Is it going to make me upset? Maybe, but uh, I just don't want kids to hear it. It's not a good thing for little ones to hear. So anyway, but we do four things every single day on AOM radio. We do our prayer, we do our gratitudes, our intentions, and then we do our question of the day. Mm -hmm. And we encourage you to do all of this with us. So we're going to start with prayer. But when we're done with this whole thing, you pray as well. All right. Thank you, God, for your blessings. Thank you for another day, another show. I pray that this is helpful to all that listen and watch. I also pray that we are able to live it out and practice what we preach. Uh, be with us today and our kids. Amen. Amen. You didn't do your prayer pet. I know. I was thinking you about it. You didn't have to not do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really funny because you okay. always go like this. I know. Anyway, uh, so do your prayers together. Mm-hmm. Our gratitude. What's your gratitude towards this guy? Um, so again, your gratitude is what you're thankful for that your spouse has done uh-huh. very recently. Um, there was something that I had and it was around the kids. I can't, uh, I can't think of it. Hold on. What's your gratitude? Because I can't, I lost mine. I'm, I'm thankful that you are being very consistent with the things that you're doing right oh, now. I know mine, yeah. Uh, specifically, 75 hard. I'm I'm proud of you. <laughs> if you can get to a point in a relationship where you're proud of the other person, that's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. I am proud of you. My wife does 75 hard. Yes, mm-hmm. she's she's getting it. So I'm I'm thankful for that and I'm proud of that. Okay, you know what's funny is that my gratitude was I'm thankful that you introduced me to 75 hard. That's mm. what it was. <laughs> well, uh, cuz I think it's uh, I was very resistant to it in the beginning and yeah. then you did it and then I saw that how it created a pattern in our life that I really enjoyed yeah. and then I started doing it. So it thank you a, for that. You're welcome. It's a pattern of structure and discipline mm-hmm. and I want to thank Paul 
our good friend Paul Vetter uh, for <laughs> PVC uh, for introducing us to it. So yes, thanks, Paul. Um, all right, and now into our intentions. Our intentions are essentially the behavior that we want for today, mm-hmm. based off of what we did not appreciate that we did yesterday mm. about yourself. Right? Okay, what's yours? Um, I think I am still very much struggling and wanting to work on how to be more positive, mm-hmm. more like. Uh, a happy dog mm, vibe right. where I'm like bringing you joy. Yeah. Like I'm like, there it is, all of it, it's there. And part of me wants to be like, well, you don't do it to me, so I don't do it to you. Oh, and okay. my intention is to not fall into that trap because that's not yeah. truthful or helpful or good or mm-hmm. anything. It's not going to be fruitful. So that's good that you shared that because that helps me good to morning. carve my, hey, Lily, intention. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to throw some positive jazz on you. Right? Throw the jazz. <laughs> He's throwing the jazz, folks. No, no, for real. And uh, if, if you guys are married, if you have a spouse or a partner, throw up a like when we say something. If you are going to do an intention today, text your spouse right after this. Write a note and text your spouse. Hey, thinking of you, you're an awesome wife, you're an awesome mm-hmm. husband, partner, whoever. Thank you. Peace out. And That's set, all you got to do. Yeah, set an alarm to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't think you're going to remember this kind of stuff because you won't yeah because you won't Um, trust me so today we're going to talk about how to get my wife to stop calling me names this Mm -hmm. is a very serious conversation i have loads of thoughts about it and seth's computer just died new level Uh, new devil well we can summarize the question it's not (sighs) working well we got an email sent to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com oh here it is okay okay all right so here we go and i'm paraphrasing the whole question this is a good question and we're going to talk about show it. some uh, not so much domestic violence not so much domestic abuse but more of a verbal abuse uh, verbal abuse verbal name calling stuff bullying bullying and if there is an issue with this in your okay yeah you didn't bring it over here what's the domestic violence hotline uh you're the worst. He prepared for this show, and it's just, where is everything? It was supposed to be in the God. thing, so, okay, okay. Uh, your recent episode on verbal abuse hit uh, close to home at me, and uh, when this happens, uh, my wife, uh, let's see, my wife calls me names, and she gets aggressive. She calls me demeaning names, um, stupid, idiot, and there's other names there are here names that are just say. like, oh, that's that's not okay in a relationship so this this guy is asking um what what is it we both agree that it's clearly unacceptable when this happens that her words are hurting and we both agreed not to do it she responds with something like be a man you can take it don't be so sensitive sometimes i've tried leaving the room she follows me and uh, when i do go outside to take a breather she blames me for running away and not communicating Um, we've been to counselors we've done a lot of stuff what should we do Uh, how can i create very very clear boundaries around this so thank you this is a good question this is something that obviously obviously we went through it was physical well then did you read that he said i'll sometimes shut the door between us and she's kicked it in yeah uh, so okay this obviously is not okay you you know that otherwise you wouldn't have written about it and what let's ask ourselves the why here first of all let's assess for safety in any kind of situation things can get out of hand really 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 quickly mm-hmm. and we've been in that situation a couple of times and it is scary we don't know what to do uh you know the the definition of crisis is um stress plus opportunity equals 
crisis, right? We're super stressed out. We're flooded. Our, our, our brains, our amygdala is engaged and our brains are flipped up and we flipped our lid and we're just in fight or flight or freeze mode. A lot of times it's fight mode where we just kind of dig into each other and then the pursued distance dynamic happens and you're like, she walks away. Oh no, you don't. I'm going to fix this. I have control of this or vice versa, right? Uh We went through that over and over and over and you absolutely just have to stop. You have to have some rules for fighting. For those of you, for whoever may listen who have been here and things do get out of hand, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. I'm not giving any advice on domestic violence right now. I'm giving advice on, okay, let's stop it before it gets there. In times when it's calm, let's think about, let's have a game plan here. So, if okay, so in our relationship when those things were happening when when you were calling me names and just like digging into me and i was like this is not okay what Uh what is going on what were you thinking as a woman i know you were mad you were rageful you were just incensed Uh but what were you thinking what what made this woman be thinking when she's just digging in and calling names and names and names uh the first thing that comes to mind is just the hurting people hurt people Mm -hmm. idea Mm -hmm. right and so oh I'm going to answer the question slightly different than you asked it. Mm-hmm. What do I wish someone would have told me mm-hmm. is more of how I'm going to approach this. As, as a woman. Yeah. So what I was... Thinking... Would you have liked to hear that advice from a woman? Yeah. Or if, and does... it was Joyce Meyer that I heard it from. Okay. Like it was jo- listening to Joyce Meyer and her, mm-hmm. her talking about herself. Mm-hmm. And so what I wish that I had understood was that I was hurt by a bunch of different things. One was you. Like, you, you know, you had lied you and all hurt. that stuff. I was hurt. Mm-hmm. But also, what I didn't understand was I was um, unthinkably immature for mm-hmm. knowing how to deal with that hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, partially because I think I'd never had to. Mm-hmm. I never had something like that mm-hmm. in my childhood. Like, I didn't have to deal with a bunch of hard stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, what's going on? I think I'll just explode. You just thought it was all wrong. You were 100% right. And I was the baby of my family. And I was a bully in my family. Like, I didn't realize. And I'm realizing it now with one of our kids does this. And, mm-hmm. and I am all over that kid. Like, we have to stop this because I was like this. Mm-hmm. And so I have literally two pages of notes about oh, this. Wow. Because people are often always talking to the victims of these things, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're talking to the victims because the victims write in saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. We need to be talking to the perpetrators. So you need to go upstream. Yes, you need mm-hmm. to go upstream to the bully that is bullying you in your mm-hmm. marriage. And so, oh, Hold on. Some, somebody says, and this is good, ouch, <laughs> I used to be like that without the physical aspect. I had to get intensive therapy for my mm-hmm. rage issues, bitterness, and anxiety after I left my husband. I wish I had sought help before I left him. I was reacting out of hurt and fear and my words were all I could use. Whoops, were, uh, we were all I could use to hurt back. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, living in a rageful state, it it it's like uh, drinking the poison and expecting other people to be mm-hmm. hurt from it. But it only hurts us mm-hmm. and it tears up inside. And we want to blame and criticize and be sarcastic mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But it's really something going on in us. Yeah. Well, and what the thing I really want to communicate is that like that fight, flight, freeze, you know, those models of our brain. So people often think like when something bad happens, something scary, a bear comes out of the wood, you either run or you fight it or you freeze mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. faint or whatever. Um, it's the same thing with rage. It's the same thing with like when I would, when you would do something that would trigger my, my hurt feelings from what you had done and my like inability to cope with it, mm-hmm. my brain would completely shut off mm-hmm. and I would like attack you 
verbally, physically, I would tell you how stupid you are. Of course you're dumb. Of course you did this. You're an idiot and you're mm-hmm. a terrible person and you're whatever. And so it is the it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. that's going. It's as if Seth is attacking me and I'm counterattacking, but he's not actually attacking me. Right. So what I wish I had known was, hey, that feeling of intense, intense rage that's like in the mm-hmm. center of your like core of your heart that feels like death and fire and poison squelch that put it out dampen it get a wool blanket wet and put it on it address it don't i wouldn't say address it is not the thing i needed to hear i needed Uh, to hear mm. stop just Mm. stop and but not from me like no not from you right so from From myself but i'm I'm gonna back up before you read the notes because i know that you want to go upstream to it but in order to help this emailer out he he is asking what he should do like, they've talked about it, they've been to counselors, they've read books and he stuff like that. He can't do anything. So, no, he can. He's done what he can do, but... Sure, go ahead. So, so you, he was, he was asking about, okay, what, what are the consequences? Like, we, we talk about these things, and you say, okay, when you do this, then you... Okay, say that this is us, right? You were calling me names, you were doing all this stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is making me insane, mm-hmm. which... It, it can, and it yeah. did, and it's so stressful. It's so terrible. What can I do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to like look you in the eye, if that's safe, of course. It sounds like it's okay in this situation, and say, no, you can't do this. And I remember I, I did that. Remember, I literally locked myself in the room and said, no, we're not talking. No, 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 a hundred times, and you were just pursuing, pursuing, pursuing. So I had to be super strong and find it in me and say, no. We, you are not, you are absolutely not doing this anymore to me, you know? So, you know how uh, people say you vote with your feet, mm-hmm. right? You walk to the polls, you do it yourself. I don't care how I have to get there, walk through snow, whatever, ride a skateboard <laughs> in the snow. You, you, you vote with your feet. So, I voted by shutting the door and literally bury, putting a couch in front of the door so you couldn't get in, mm-hmm. right? So, you, so, that's, I want to empower people who may be in this situation because sometimes we absolutely cannot do, I, I could say that I didn't like it, what you were doing, like, hey, stop this, this is crazy, what are you doing? I could say that all day, but that isn't going to change your behavior unless you want it to change. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm not saying, so I will just, uh-huh. I agree with what you're saying mm-hmm. in some aspects. But what, I, what I'm saying is, had, had you done it, what you're suggesting to me for this person, mm-hmm. um, you, I don't think it would have been safe necessarily. I don't know. You Maybe would have we're followed interpreting more it different. or pursued yes, differently. I think I would have pursued worse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's like being attacked. Right. Like my like your response back, you saying no, this is my boundary. Yeah. Would have ramped up yeah. my anger. That's the only reason I'm saying mm-hmm. something about it. But. So so maybe maybe. Uh, Okay, yeah, so that that's the in the heat of the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I could say, hey, you know, if, if you do this again, I'm literally leaving. I'm getting in the car and leaving. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or something be... like that, like voting with your feet. You have to mm-hmm. take massive action to break this this feedback loop. Yeah, and I think that you hit the nail on the head right there when things are calm. Mm-hmm. You need to address this when things are calm. We never did that. You and I literally never did that when there, we were there, going. There wasn't calm moments. Well, there there were, but we didn't have the wherewithal to do that right. no one was telling us talk about this when you're calm mm-hmm. we were just like Ugh. and then this you know from calm to not calm was two seconds right. so there wasn't much time for us to process that mm-hmm. but so i would say yes have set up very clear boundaries as in i will leave if you and i'm not kidding if 
Write it on the wall. Write mm-hmm. it on a piece of paper and hang mm-hmm. it on the wall. Point to it. If your spouse starts to say that you're an idiot, say that you're a moron, say that you're whatever, if you can see the first couple of steps into that mm-hmm. um, terrible behavior, uh, write down what they are. The tr- they're like the triggers kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put it on a piece of paper and tape it to your wall. And when she starts to do it, point to it and say, remember when I said, if you have this behavior, I am leaving. Mm-hmm. And if she goes one step further, Go. Get out. You're out. Literally have mm-hmm. your keys. Get them and leave. Leave is mm-hmm. the key word. Do not stay and fight. Mm-hmm. Do not argue your case. Do not try to win. Do mm-hmm. not try to persuade her because it won't help. Because both of you know that when it gets to that edge, mm-hmm. it doesn't go well. Right? History repeats itself unless we do something different. Mm-hmm. And voting with your feet, leaving, maybe that'll just be like, oh, he's serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and, and the third uh, and the fourth time, oh, he really is serious. Yeah. Let me look at what I am doing to cause this problem. Yeah, and the the biggest thing there is that you're you have set up ahead of time what you're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. there's no like you could say I am leaving and going to my sister's house. Mm-hmm. I am leaving and going to Jeff's house. I don't care. I am leaving and going to the library. I do not care what it is. But you are not surprising your spouse. You're telling them this is what I'm doing. Right. If you cross this line, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it now. So don't wait till your spouse has cussed you out for an hour to leave. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be helpful. Do it on the front end. Um, and all of this reminds me of like parenting. Mm-hmm. This is just, it's yeah. literally parenting. Yeah, and I know that sounds weird, but the best way to get someone to understand that you're serious is you're not going to count mm-hmm. to three because they're going to disobey you until you get to three, mm-hmm. right? So it's, you got to do it right now. You got to figure it out when no one's fighting <laughs> and things aren't bad. Can, Can oh, I say another thing? Sure. Here's another thing. So be staying sometimes, trying to be hopeful and working it out when the other person is just lighting into you and calling you names and saying be a man don't Mm -hmm. be a you know don't be a wuss all this stuff she just like you did is trying to like i see i'm gonna push him so far yeah until he explodes Mm -hmm. and then when he explodes i can blame it all i will look like the victim yeah i will look like the victim i will look at all this stuff and that does not work. Mm-hmm. That absolutely does not work because guys, when we're, when we're flooded, like even when we're parenting the kids, like if 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 I stay and like argue or whatever with the kid enough, I'm gonna I'm gonna start you know yelling or whatever, mm-hmm. and that is absolutely not good. That is never good. So come on, let's get those boundaries. You can do this. Mm-hmm. Email again. Super. Ha- happy to help in any yeah. way that we can. And I want to say that there is this saying that just popped into my head, practice makes permanent. Mm-hmm. And that works both ways. If you practice fighting with your spouse for four hours before you leave, you will never get out of that cycle. It will be that'll cemented be, into your mind that that is what you do. That'll be Breaking, how you communicate. Yeah. So you have to realize practice makes permanent. Mm-hmm. That means be intentional on the front end and practice that and it will start to become permanent in how you respond. Mm -hmm. So I do want to go upstream and address people who are behaving this way because this, I think, would have been the most impactful thing for me to hear back then and I did hear it from Joyce Meyer and it's what literally saved, I think, our marriage. Preach it. Was hearing her talk about you can steer the ship the wrong way because you're so mean, Mm -hmm. right? And so I want you as... So if you are doing this to your husband and or your wife... If they have sent you this oh. podcast episode, what? What's the email address? Hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Email us. Hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Email your questions to yes. hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Um, so this is what I want you to do. If you are, if your spouse has shared this episode with you, get mad at me. Don't get mad at them. Mm. Do not for one second get mad at your spouse. You know why? They are hurting. You are hurting them. 
and I don't care how mad you are at them. Get mad at me. Send me a nasty here, email. I'm going to step out and you <laughs> preach it. I'm Knock serious. It Go. Come, come back here. So the thing I want you to imagine, if you are, and the other part of this is, ask yourself seriously, are you doing this to your spouse? Do you call them stupid names? So here's a little side note. When Seth forgot his notepad, what did I say to him? You're the worst. Mm-hmm. Right? I said, you're the worst. You planned this and you forgot your thing. And then I ran and got it. And I thought, wow, I'm terrible. But this is the process, guys. This is the process of healing. You have to own it just like you I, did. I did. Yeah. I said to you, you're the worst. You and then walked say you're away. sorry just now, though. I am sorry. Okay. Uh, that is not my intention to treat mm-hmm. him that way. Mm-hmm. And But now I'm catching myself doing it. I've been working on it for years, but it still happens. Mm-hmm. But note that it wasn't in a mean way. I wasn't actually trying to make him feel like he was the worst, but I still shouldn't do that. Um, it says generally people who are the offenders are not going to seek this out. And that's exactly Mm. why I'm saying this. Hopefully, Christina, people who are being hurt will send this boldly to their spouses and then their spouses can get mad at me and Seth. That Mm. is my true, true hope because you are right. That is in my notes Mm -hmm. that people who are hurting other people aren't looking for resources because they're jerks Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to change how they are. We were the clients in a therapy couple's office saying, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, like, and I've had clients that way, and it is the worst. Yeah, people who don't think they are being idiots tend to not look for help. They tend to not want to right. change. They just think they're right. You are not right. Yeah. <laughs> if someone has shared this podcast with you, you're not right. And here's what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, we lived this so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. We weren't right. Yeah. We're I not was, making we were, stuff she up. She was super prideful. I was super prideful. We were like, well, this is how you do it. <clears throat> Let that ego crap go. Mm-hmm. You got to let it go. So this is the first thing I want you to do. If you have an inclination that you are being unkind to your spouse, here's a few ways to figure it out. Do you say things like, oh, you're such an idiot? Or why can't you do that right? Mm. Or why don't you just? Yep. I say that to Seth all the time. I'm still yeah. working on it. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to, but I'm working on not saying, why don't you just park the car? Right? Do you say things like, well, of course you can't do it. Or you're not mm-hmm. gonna, you're not, why would you do that? You're not gonna do it right. Mm-hmm. Or why didn't you ask me to help you do it? Because mm-hmm. I, blah, 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 right? So if you're saying sentences like that, if you're saying anything demeaning, you're being a bully. Mm. My father used to call one of our kids an emotional terrorist. <laughs> and I love this child dearly. He's very similar to me. Um, but what happens, and this is how I was too mm-hmm. in the beginning of our relationship, is I was a terrorist emotionally and I was using my weapons to manipulate and coerce and have complete power over the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like I had a chokehold on Seth mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, you're, oh, you're going to be against me? I'll squeeze harder, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was a complete B word. I was taking, I mean, I was the worst. So ask yourself, are you using manipulative tactics to get your way? Hmm. That's a great question. Are you using emotionally manipulative tactics mm-hmm. to get your way? Are because you using- guess what? It's it never gets you what you want. It's like no. being addicted to something. We talked about this yesterday in the work of Gabor Mate out of Vancouver, Canada. Talks about um, abusive behavior, uh, abusing things, drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling, uh, whatever, manipulative relationships. It's it's using something that just all almost always is enough. Uh-huh. It almost gets me there, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I can. I'm super stressed. I'm gonna drink. It almost gets me there, right? But it never, ever does. And the way that we communicate with our spouse can some, 
we think, oh, if he just, if she mm-hmm. just will do this, it's almost going to get there. Mm-hmm. But it's not. You have to heal yourself before, mm-hmm. before, well, yeah. Somebody says, is that a byproduct of narciss- narcissism? Um, is what a byproduct well, of Well, that behavior, it can be, but I wouldn't necessarily uh, say that it is. Seth used to say that I was <clears throat> narcissistic years mm-hmm. ago. Um, but I don't, I think honestly, there can be people who have narcissism, which is crazy. Well, like, that, that's, yeah. So it's like its own world. Well, that's of, a personality disorder. Yeah. That's, is, is, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a, oh, it's not like a thing, a word we throw around. Mm-hmm. But also, um, there are things that look like that behavior, right? Right. That aren't quite the same. But so what I want to ask the person now is if you are bullying your spouse or your spouse has sent you this podcast, I want you to imagine, <clears throat> excuse me, you're someone that you esteem. It could be your boss. It could be your mother, your grandmother, someone that you really esteem. Think about them in your head right now. Who is it? Is mm. it an aunt? Is it a boss? Is it a coworker, a friend? Now imagine that they're talking to, to you mm. and they are a little bit upset. <clears throat> and they say to you, well, you're a lazy idiot. So why, why would I expect any more from you? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> imagine that your mom is saying, well, of course you can't do it. You're fat, Right. Now imagine that that person that you esteem and love says, mm-hmm. "Of course you did it wrong. You're stupid. You're a dumb idiot. Mm-hmm. I know that you. I knew you would do it wrong because you're an idiot. So that like you'll never amount to anything. Mm-hmm. Imagine hearing those words from someone who has made you the happiest in the world. Mm. Imagine hearing them from someone you married. Those are injuries. Those are just as well. Those are injuries that cause scars." Mm-hmm. They take a long time to heal. A very long time to heal. Right. How would you feel if someone you love dearly, maybe it's your child, imagine your child looking at you and saying, Mom, you're such an idiot. I mm-hmm. wish you were never born. Mm. You should be dead. People say this kind of stuff to each other, so I'm not being overly mm-hmm. dramatic or anything, but I'm hopefully, hopefully, I am hoping that putting it in that context for you, mm-hmm. if you are being an emotional abuser or a emotional terrorist, this helps you see it with new eyes. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways to get the tallest tower in a city is to just build the tallest tower. Another way is to tear all the other ones down. Mm. Okay. Stop tearing everyone's buildings down. You have to stop it. And the only person who can stop it is you. Because guess what? If you tear everybody else's buildings down, sure, you'll have the tallest building for a minute, mm-hmm. but no, but you'll be the only one in that building. Yes, and right? I will say this. This is one of the most important things is that people don't stop your bad bullying behavior. People didn't stop my bad bullying behavior, not because it was right, but because I was scary. Mm. They didn't stop it because they didn't want to feel my wrath. And they were just like, eh, just let her cool off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just Melanie. She's a redhead. She's fiery. Uh, right? No, <laughs> right. I was a total jerk. Right. And no one was, I don't, I'm not saying this in a blaming way, but who wants to like step into a firefight when they don't have to? So no one does. And that makes the person who's being a bully think they're right. Mm-hmm. You're not right. People are afraid of you. People are afraid of you. People are afraid of you. Mm-hmm. Your spouse is afraid of you. You put fear in their heart, not love, not joy, not peace, mm-hmm. not patience, not kindness, not fun, not excitement, mm-hmm. not adventure. You put fear and anxiety and freak outness in mm-hmm. your spouse's heart. Is that Was that your plan? Mm-mm. Was that your goal? Somebody says it might only get you what you want on the short term, which it does, just like drugs or alcohol or anything mm-hmm. else, but never, ever, ever in the long run. Mm-hmm. And, and 100% I guess true. one thing I think is really important is you said it might only get you what you want in the short term. Mm-hmm. You know what people who are bullies want? Power. Mm-hmm. That's all they want. They want to be right. 
even if they're wrong. Mm-hmm. They want to be on top, even if they shouldn't be. Because what does that do? If they feel powerful externally, mm-hmm. that makes up for the gaping void mm-hmm. that they don't feel powerful internally. internally. Yep. Right. We all know this. Everybody went to school. Well, not if you were homeschooled, I guess. Maybe you had a bully at homeschool. I don't know. Your brother. But that one bully. What is what is that one bully doing right now? You look back on Facebook and go, that dude is literally the same. Oh my gosh, there was one guy who knows why I would be friends with him again. But I was like, <laughs> oh okay, you know, I haven't talked to him in twenty years, and he's literally posting the same. Stuff. I'm like, what are we in literally 10th grade on the football field right now? <laughs> yeah. And so the analogy that I want to draw is like, think about every movie <clears throat> that has a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Literally. It could be like, <clears throat> gosh, my throat. <clears> throat. Excuse me. What movie are you thinking about? Think of like X-Men, Lord of the Rings, uh, Indiana Jones. I don't care. Any- Gollum ain't got no friends. <laughs> Gollum is hurt. He is hurting. Yep. Uh, every bad guy in every movie. I think of Moriarty in... Uh, Whatever that show is called, the Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, or whatever Sherlock. So every bad guy in every movie has been hurt by somebody, and everything that they're doing comes from that hurt. Mm-hmm. The Joker, mm-hmm. all of it, right? So ask yourself, what is it? What other? What pain are you transferring onto your partner by doing mm-hmm. this? What void are you filling by lashing out and hurting somebody else? Can we what get, is it? I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-huh. What was that for you? Well, uh, literally, what was that for you? It, I think it was in a way it was slightly different because I just didn't have any. Again, no one in my it family, in face. <laughs> no one in my family, uh, question. It was like the joke that I could be mean and no one cared. Mm. I always got my way, mm. and no. It, again, I go back to because the, no one wanted to deal with me, right? So maybe no one, no one. Not many people saw you for who you were, so uh-huh. you assumed the role that they put you in. Kind yeah, of thing. oh yeah. So there, there's hurt in that. If, if I don't feel yep. seen or heard, mm-hmm. then I'm going to say, okay, I'm just going to do what, what other people see me as mm-hmm. or yeah. think well, of me as. Yeah, well, when people would tell me, well, you're, you're mean, you're mean. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right, I'm mean. Oh, I am mean. Yeah, I, I am. am sassy. And then, oh gosh, that turns into... Listen, I just speak my mind. People can be whatever, yep. but you know mm-hmm. that that is me. I, I am, I'm not going to keep it to myself. Why I'm, would I, I do that? I am my real self here. And then he's like, "Well, wait a minute. Are you really? Yeah. Or was that a product of what other people told you mm-hmm. you should be, how you should act, because they couldn't come up with a better idea, or mm-hmm. it fit their mold? Remember that quote: uh, "What assumptions are." Um, or expectations are that the, our neighbor kid. Oh did. yeah, our like nine year old neighbor's it, daughter. Uh, what was right. it? It was expectations are what other people believe you can and should do with your life based on what you've done in the past. Right. It's the goals, other people's goals for your life. Right. And right? that's okay. Yeah. I've lived that for a billion years. I don't want to do that anymore. And I do think there was a lot of hurt around. I mean, I know that I've had a lot of in, internal hurt with uh, something as really far-fetched but very real as like my dad taught my brothers everything he knows as a man right Mm -hmm. we can fix cars we'll go on this big trip i'll teach you business you'll become an accountant or whatever Mm -hmm. and i was completely i was enamored with my older brother Mm -hmm. and never got to do any of those things Mm -hmm. they changed out a whole engine and an rx7 and i was like this is so cool Mm -hmm. and i was never invited i was Mm -hmm. never a part of that and when and so there was something very deeply wounded in my spirit when you did something that represented maleness. Mm. You looked at pornography and lied about it. Not you weren't addicted to it. I didn't catch you. It was a totally. It was like the most uh, 
I don't know how to say it, but it's like you did the right thing when you figured out you were doing when you realized you were doing the wrong thing. Right. But in my world, it was like he's a man. He doesn't care about women. He's exactly like my brother and my dad. And I couldn't do the things when I was mm. little because I wasn't a boy. So right? that. Well, it obviously hit like that, a, yeah, it, it was a whole chain reaction from there. Yes, mm-hmm. and it hit a very like sore spot within me because when I was a kid, I, I wanted to be a boy. Mm-hmm. Girls didn't do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Girls got left out. Girls mm-hmm. were treated different. And then you did, does that make sense how yeah. that connection is there? Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, but I think that is the pain that I was transferring onto Seth because I was telling him, look, you've done these things because you're a man and you're an mm-hmm. idiot and I've been hurt by men mm-hmm. and I wish that I was included and now I'm excluded and you've mm-hmm. hurt me more. So I was taking that void, that sadness, that mm-hmm. pain, but also my lack of education. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because I was doing things basically that culture does. Say what? Oh, that culture does. I, Sorry, I thought you, you know said what I'm a saying? different like, word. Yeah. Well, Western culture yes. or, or whatever. I was playing the part of just like, okay, well, whatever. And mm-hmm. I didn't have, uh, I don't know, education, insight, whatever, into that. And the things that I lacked that I didn't get from family of origin, mm-hmm. you lacked a certain skill set that you didn't get from your family of origin. And then we both tried to address, address a really deep problem yeah. with our misinformed it's like taking a toddler's fork and knife and trying to fix an engine of a car like we had the wrong tools yeah and we're like this should work we didn't know that there were maybe we had an idea of Mm -hmm. "Eh, this but we weren't trained somebody says it's hard when When mean mean people people... don't know they're mean and when they think they're the victim oh yes at least you had that awareness Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. yeah and that's uh, honestly that is why i want to talk to the person who is perpetrating Mm -hmm. and who's being mean because no the only Mm -hmm. person i ever heard talk about it was joyce meyer and she specifically said this idea that she was steering her family she's a really strong personality she's really like go get it i'm gonna go do this thing Mm -hmm. and she's like i was leading my family completely on the wrong path but they were too afraid to tell me to stop because mm. i was too mean because you were a, a bulldozer i yeah. have we have friends like that and mm-hmm. if you're if you're a strong personality and when i mean strong personality i mean like in a good way you see what is right you have a good understanding of that you stand up for what is right you have an ideal that you want to push for that isn't just yours so you're not bulldozing your ideas all mm-hmm. over the place you're like this is this is good based on what we learn from morality and all you know spirituality, mm-hmm. all these things. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak up for people who are uh, marginalized. I'm going to do this and do that in a good way. So if you have that role in your family, if that's your personality, keep that. That's great. But do not think that. Oh well, I'm just a strong personality. I'm just a bulldoze everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so so the character traits that you have that are good. Mm-hmm. Are really good, so keep those. But you were using those good. You were you were skewing those mm-hmm. and and um, misguiding that really strong passion that you have mm-hmm. in a misinformed, miseducated, non helpful way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, all the things that I was aiming at you and using as weapons are. It's still the same energy right. that I now aim at educating people right. and going. Gosh, <laughs> I wish I'd have known. It's it's like. Okay, I was say I have this innate ability and I just am super strong and it's like I have a jet engine. I can hold a jet engine yeah. right here, right? <laughs> and oh, guess what? I'm pointing the exhaust at people yeah. instead of like turning it around and connecting it to both of us and, and helping us fly. I'm just yeah. going... Blowing everybody's hair off, you know? It's like, no, that's not good. Use your talent, your God-given ability, your mm-hmm. personality, your wisdom, your insight, your zeal, and your passion... And turn that around. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think another really, that's a really great analogy. Another thing that I, I heard from, I heard from Dr. Corey Allen of Sexy Marriage Radio. He said this and it was really deeply impactful. Uh, he said, uh, in your relationship, would you want to be married to yourself? Mm. Would you want your spouse to say the things to you that you say to them? Next time you have the urge to call your spouse a fat idiot, I want you to imagine them saying it to you. Mm -hmm. Next time you have the urge to call your spouse a moron who can do nothing right, I want you to imagine that they said it to you first. Mm -hmm. So if you have been sent this show, again, get mad at me all day long, mm -hmm. but take a really hard look in the mirror and ask yourself what wound you're transferring onto your mm -hmm. spouse. Ask yourself why you're tearing their building down. Um, because the most powerful thing we have in the world, the only thing I believe we have in the world are relationships. Mm -hmm. I think they're the only thing that matters, mm -hmm. right? And if you're tearing them down, if you're being an emotional terrorist, you have got to stop. And mm -hmm. it starts with asking yourself, would you want to be treated the way that you're treating your spouse? Mm -hmm. And you did not say I do to treat your spouse like garbage. Treat the garbage like garbage, not your spouse. Right. Okay? So if you do get mad at Melanie and you're ugly to her, I will come and bulldoze you. So <laughs> I will, watch out. I will kill you. Somebody says, I'm an Enneagram 8. Eights have to be careful not to bulldoze. I don't remember what the Enneagram 8 is. I'm pretty is. sure I'm like uh, Enneagram 7 with a really strong 8 wing. The 8 might, is the challenger. You might be, but do not fall into the trap of I'm a XYZ. Mm -hmm. I'm a INFJ. Somebody used to say, no, you're a J-E-R-K. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so just because you have identified a personality type, an Enneagram number, that doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you are that and you can use that as as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Use oh. it as a tool yeah. for awareness. So and, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm an eight. I have to be careful not to do that, right? Yeah. I, I am... You're not an eight. You're no, saying I, as yeah, an I'm example. Yeah, I'm saying the, the question. Uh, so I'm a nine, right? I withdraw and just go, whatever. And I get really not caring mm -hmm. okay yeah i and i i know that when i'm not caring and stuff and just be like whatever that's a sign for me to say why why are you feeling that, that? let's dig into that and don't perpetuate yeah. and that. i would say really quickly there's no right reason to do the wrong thing right so if you're oh, an wow. eight that's good if you're an eight you're going to be an eight that is kind and loving mm. I, whatever kind and i mean it's the it's the fruits of the spirit right it's the p patient uh, what is it? Love is patient. Love is kind. I knew love that we is... wouldn't remember them. Well, they're written on the chalkboard uh, right there. But anyway, oh. it's uh, like you can be an eight all day long. I am super eight. Like I'm a seven, eight wing. I'm super, super like, I'm going to get this. I'm never afraid of conflict, mm -hmm. which is not a great thing. But I am going to be an eight that is loving. I'm going to be an eight that is patient, kind, hears other people well, mm -hmm. isn't a bully, doesn't bulldoze, all of those things. So what are we going to say? T says, I'm an eight too, but there's always effective ways to communicate with your own flair. With your own flair. Absolutely. Yes, Corinthians. Corinthians. I had the kids write it on the chalkboard <laughs> one time because they were fighting too much. Good job. Okay, let's get to the questions. And this comes from our app. You mm -hmm. can go get the app for free. It's amazing. It's uh, called Get Your Marriage On. And it's really fun. Yes. And also, before we read the questions of the day, thank you guys. You're awesome. And what are we What are we uh, saying today? Oh, good night. Good night. Good night, Seth. <laughs> oh, I know what. Okay. So I want you guys to go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage. You guys have been going there. You have been getting therapists. You have been doing telehealth. You have been getting your own personal therapist who you can text, who you can email, and who you have fo weekly phone conversations with. And you're doing good. You made the jump. And I see you guys making that jump. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy and marriage where you can actually hook up and have your own personal licensed counselor mm -hmm. to talk about the things that are hard. 
so it, you can get yeah. healing. And this is an amazing thing where like if someone has sent you this podcast because they are like, hey, I feel like you might be doing this in our marriage, mm-hmm. you have help. You are not just like being thrown out with the trash. Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to talk to someone about why you desire to tear everyone down. Hear my words. Go mm. talk to someone about this. Okay. Yep. You have people good. who are supporting you. They're not in the same room with you. You're not going to get all heated and chuck something at them. Use this resource. I am so, so serious about Here's that. Here's another thing about uh, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage. You can choose your therapist. As a therapist myself, uh, I give this analogy when I do talks and stuff. So we people seek help from others who may look like us, who we uh, know, who may have similar situations, similar backgrounds, similar family of origins, similar cultures, right? So if my dentist is not a culture, not a religion, not same skin color, anything for me, I may be less apt to go to that dentist or a counselor, right? So if you're black, get a a black counselor. If you're native, go get a native counselor, right? You can actually... If you're Irish. If you're you're whatever, you know, and sometimes that doesn't matter to people, but... It sometimes really, it does. Sometimes it really, really if does. If you're a woman, get a female counselor. That's exactly right. Or, yeah. So, I mean, it, you're used to what you're used to. Mm-hmm. Enneagram is a tool to point out your struggles and weakness and lead you towards growth. Towards growth. growth. Yep. Absolutely. Seth, are you fight, flight, or freeze? Feel free to answer later. Just curious. Uh, I think he's freeze until he's fight. Uh, yeah. I'm freeze until I'm... Well, I'm a, fight. a nine is kind of flighty. Sometimes like, okay check out, but sometimes I really bite into stuff and get pissed. Um, let's see. Is that counseling service friendly to LGBT people? Yes, absolutely. That is a perfect example. LGBT, LGBTQ community. Okay, yeah. Go get go get a, a counselor who knows that community. Get the help you need. You. You. Exactly. You. And that's the perfect the thing about if... if, if <laughs> it's supposed to be you, you with the shoulders. Well, because Kelly typed. <laughs> she uh, must have finger. You with the thumbs. Okay. Yes. So, yes. yes we ha- again, if someone has sent this podcast to you, go get help uh, from one bully to another. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, so right. we're going to gonna talk about our app, Get Your Marriage On. You can go to getmarriageon.com to download it for free with the, questions, uh, the conversation starters. And this one is in the family section. And again, we encourage you to do these with each other. They're so fun. So this says, which of our kids is most like you and most like me? Hmm. So I, I don't know if that if I asked that see. correctly. I, I think that... Um, oh, go ahead. Hattie is more like me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Even like hair color. She sk- looks like you. Skin color. She never gets cold. <laughs> I don't get cold that much. She unless never I take has a clothes shower. <laughs> She's always just in her underwear. That's TMI. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. she is a lot like yeah. you. Personality-wise, I think she's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Mariner has like, I think Tuff and Mariner are like a split of me. Like mm-hmm. Mariner has my kind of like art, artsy, quiet. He got the quiet side of me and yeah. Tuff got like the loud emotional side of me like yeah. i'm dead serious they're like a total divide like a perfect split of me yeah and they're uh, both redheads okay here's the question here started listening to aom in the summer thank you summer 2017 Ooh, a long time ago hoping to save a failing marriage told my wife i wanted a divorce in november listening now to become better for a new relationship later mm-hmm. okay that is i'm i'm sorry that the marriage didn't work mm-hmm. sometimes actually these things happen and it is not the end of the world mm-hmm. uh Sometimes we're too close to see things, so yeah. it's not the end of the world. So now you, my friend, be the absolute 
A-kicking best man for the next person. Mm-hmm. Do right? 75 hard. Do 75 hard. One of our, uh, I encourage you to listen to this podcast. It's called Order of Man. Started episode one, right? We had him on the show a long time ago. He said that when him and his wife were separated and he thought divorce was imminent, he said, you know what? I am going to own all of my crap. I'm going to do everything I can to be the absolute best catch for mm-hmm. the next woman that enters my life. Luckily for him, they reconciled and he was the best person for his his wife now, mm-hmm. right? So they didn't get a divorce. So thank you. You're doing what you need to do. Get resources. Go do 75 hard. Read anything from Jocko Willink, all this stuff. Everything from Jocko Con- Willink. Consume podcasts, consume books, talk to people, go to, to go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy mirrors. It's get faithful. If you're not a Christian, it doesn't matter. You can get a non-Christian, you can get a Muslim, yeah. you can get an atheist counselor. It doesn't matter, right? It does not matter. So do your work, and I promise you, mm. you'll be all right. But I would highly recommend reading Extreme Ownership, and you can get the audio version if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You can get it for free. Yeah. Um, but Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink is such an amazing book. And it's, I'm serious. It's life-changing Do the for 75 sure. Hard Challenge. For 75 days, you will not be the same person on the other end of it. I wore this shirt for a purpose today. Yep, 75 Hard Shirt. So, um, so yes, thank you guys for joining us. This was a lovely conversation about really terrible stuff Mm -hmm. but golly I hope it changes some people's minds share this out with people that you think need it that's what I was going to say so this is free this is a free service right we love doing it hopefully you love it the only fee just like uh, 75 hard just like Andy Frasilla says the only fee for listening right now is to share the show Mm. oh that's not really a fee all you gotta do is text (laughs) to 10 of your friends 5 Mm -hmm. of your friends 1 of your friends share the show that is the fee for this Mm -hmm. hey Pay us right now. Give us give us some pay. <laughs> Share the show. That's all we charge. You like our show? You want to support us? <laughs> Yo. Share it out. Uh, and this is the one thing I will encourage you to do too, is that if you share this like on your Facebook page or your Instagram or whatever, just like a general thing, mm-hmm. you are going to be shocked at how many people will not tell you that they need it, mm-hmm. but will watch it because it's something they're dealing with. Right. People are ashamed of this stuff. They're terrified to share it. They don't share it. They don't reach out. They don't know where to get good resources. So you sharing it sort of in a general way will be more helpful to more people than you can ever possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. So I just highly encourage you to share the show, share this specific episode, because this is stuff nobody talks about. Mm. Nobody is telling the people to stop hitting their spouse, stop calling them names, stop whatever. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I encourage you to be brave and bold and to share it out. Yes. And again, thank you so much for hanging out with us live on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I hope that you love the show, that you rate it and review it on iTunes, and that you catch us tomorrow That's on right. Friday. We're going to talk about something else. And send in your <laughs> questions to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com or ask them live. In the we'll show. be talking, that's for sure. We'll be talking. All right, guys. Love you. Thank you. Share the show. Have an amazing day. Bye. Bye.